Welcome. Today, we're going to talk about how to market your church for free. We have three pretty solid strategies, and you're just going to love this episode. We actually deep dive in two of them, and we teach you almost step by step on what to do. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Okay, before we start, I do have a little disclaimer. These are not totally free in the sense that, uh, I mean, I think all of them, you don't have to necessarily pay money, uh, but it does take time and manpower uh, to market a church. So we have three strategies for you. And uh, yeah, I mean, they just take a little bit of prep time. Um, and like I said, just, they're more strategies, um, for you to, to implement. Yes. And what you're meaning by that is that the time is money. Yes. Time is money. Sweat equity. Nice. Um, basically, yeah. In order to, I guess, do some of these things, you definitely need to have either staff in place or, um, people willing to do it for free, I guess. Volunteers. (laughs) Volunteers. Churches, churches are really good at getting volunteers. Yeah. So college students would be awesome for all these strategies. Yes, they would be. All right, so number one is to have a solid social media strategy, which is why we think that the college kids are going to be a great source for you. A lot of times, um, or actually, this is a misnomer that a lot of people in college know how to do social media. They they know how to play around on the apps and know how to use the apps, but marketing it is completely different. So, I think, uh, yeah, I think exactly what you're saying is that they know the way around it, mm-hmm. but they might not know like the best strategy um, to put in place. Right. And that's, I think what we want to really hit with this is that we see a lot of uh, churches that one either have very little social media presence or when they do, it's very uh, self-promotional stuff. Like always promotion, like their sermons or upcoming events um, or things like that, that, don't really provide i mean yes the sermons provide value to people um but they need to just go a little bit further than just a sermon on Mm -hmm. on social media yeah and it should be fun too there's a lot of fun things that go on with the church so your strategy should be around i mean i don't think we're saying that you shouldn't have your promotion of the of the sermon because that's crucial but Mm -hmm. you should also spend a lot of the time you know you could do behind the scenes or like testimonies if people are okay with the testimonies or you know doing fun things if you're volunteering um to help kid feed kids and there's church members doing it like just different organizations that you could you could be technically it wouldn't be promoting but it would be showcasing what you guys do and how you like act on act in real life outside of just hey this is the sermon and just coming up with that strategy which i guess is really the most important thing is to lay out exactly what you want to do or pretty close to it like hey we want we know we want to hit these categories we know we do a lot of self-promotion so let's change it up a little bit yeah i think i think a good starting off strategy would be to do exactly that aaron mentioned categories in there and just look at a week monday through sunday and uh, figure out okay what do i want to post on monday as far as my category so maybe on mondays you post uh, maybe a little behind the scenes of uh either you know some activity that you have coming up or maybe you're changing the stage to to something some new decorations or something um so 
Monday could be behind the scenes. Um, Tuesday, maybe you don't do anything. Um, Wednesdays, uh, maybe you could do, I don't know, a clip from the sermon from last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday, maybe you do a throwback. I don't know. Maybe you don't have to do a throwback every single Thursday, but maybe once a month you do a throwback Thursday and you post a picture from way back when. Maybe if your church is older, maybe right. a newer church <laughs> wouldn't make sense. Um, <clears throat> but if your church is older, then you can do a throwback, uh, maybe a picture. Uh, maybe you can talk about, you know, some kind of story from when you began uh, the actual church. Um, so there's, there's a lot of different things that you can do throughout the week in terms of like those categories, you know, like the behind the scenes, um, a clip from a previous sermon, um, maybe even a picture with a Bible verse. Those usually do. Oh my gosh. Those do so good. And, uh, they're inspiring. So yeah, people love that. Yeah, exactly. People can relate to, to a lot of those and, uh, it will definitely promote a lot of sharing and commenting mm-hmm. um, within your post, which is something that you really want to do with your social media strategy is to promote engagement uh, within your posts. Um, so think about just even asking a simple question. Um, yeah. It's probably one of the best ways to, to engage people on, on especially on Facebook. Um, just literally type a question and publish that. You don't even have to do anything fancy, no graphics, uh, not even a video, like just publish a question. People um, can't help themselves to answer that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you always want to be providing, always leave with value. That would be the main thing here. Um, have a solid strategy. Uh, figure out your categories or things that you want to share throughout throughout the week. Um, and then start small. I think that's another big thing. It's like you don't have to do every single social media starting out. Um, maybe you start with just Facebook for the first three, six months, mm-hmm. a year even, um, and just to get really good at Facebook. Yeah. And I guess one other thing for that too, like going back to the quotes that Christian was talking about is to, I think answer, well, the number, the number one thing that I see whenever I go to a website or if I'm looking at a church or anything is the, what I believe or what we believe. That's mm. usually, you know, when people are looking for a church, they want to know that they're aligning like, Oh, if I'm going to a Baptist church or if I'm going to whatever it is, they want to know, okay, what's your belief system? And answering those questions on social could probably be a little controversial. Um, some people may jump in there, but you could always hide those comments. And <laughs> but it would be really cool, just as uh, you know, if, depending on who you're going after. Maybe you're going after new believers or people who are not believers, and answering questions that they may be having, like, "Hey, you know, how did the world start?" Or, you know, "What am I supposed to do with my friends who are, you know, that don't have the same beliefs as me, etc." And answering those questions in like one minute form and just really just sparking a conversation where you can, hey, they're on social media. You don't, they don't have to come into the church. Now here's a safe place or a somewhat safe place that you can, you know, go back and forth and have comments. And like, you know, there's probably going to be a very <laughs> strong answer or a very strong opinion on one side or the other. But that's social media wise. Facebook loves that. And it's, yeah. I was reading an article actually the other day about how, uh, controversial topics or, or, or posts are some of the most popular on, on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, where you have a very strong difference of opinion between people 
people just love to share their opinions. Yeah, they're like, so. Trump rocks. No, Trump sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, if you just put anything, like, if we put on our social media right now, like, you know, can't wait for the wall to be finished. Like, no matter what we believe for real, people would be saying no, yeah. or I know I believed in you guys. Like, that would be the most engaged post we've ever done. Oh, hands down. Yeah. And then we'd probably have to close our agency. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Number two here. Let's move on. I know we spend a lot of time on number one, but it's super important. Uh, Number two here is to make sure that your website is SEO optimized. So it's search engine optimization. And we actually mentioned it a little bit earlier. The number one thing that probably people do is, well, they look at your beliefs, but they have to get there first. They're they're looking on the internet. They're not necessarily going to go to a Facebook page and be like, hey, what is this church post about? Like, they don't necessarily care about that. They want to know what they mm-hmm. believe. They want to know the structure of the the church, the structure of the how um, sermon or not sermons, but uh, services go, and they're going to look for you on Google. So if you don't pop up, just like any business it's going to hurt you because they just never get to you and never find out how amazing you are. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen a lot of churches now take, um, their sermons live on either social media, YouTube, um, other platforms, um, sometimes even TV. Um, so you don't necessarily have to target, um, you know, when it comes to, to SEO, you don't necessarily have to just focus on your local community. Um, obviously that helps tremendously. Um, but there's a huge opportunity to just go global, literally, with with your SEO, um, and like Aaron was saying within within social media about answering those type of questions, you can do the same thing by starting a blog or just starting a, a video series where you post this on your website um, <clears throat> about answering those those frequently asked questions, um, sharing your culture, your culture, your values, your beliefs um, within your website um, will definitely help especially like new believers who are just looking and searching for those things uh, to stumble upon your church and they could still join your church even if they're not in the same town or state. Um, mm-hmm. That's so cool. Know, yeah. So um, I think there's a huge opportunity for, for expansion when it comes to, to that, um, especially within your website and taking advantage of what exactly are your, your audience or maybe new believers or even current believers or what are those questions that they're asking um, and answering them in either, like I said, blog post or, or video format. Mm-hmm. And there's probably, I mean, there's most churches probably do not have the staff or the ability to, you know, in, in Texas, we have a church almost everywhere mm-hmm. on every corner. And a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of people that go to church here, but most places I would assume don't necessarily have, they may have a marketing coordinator, but they don't have an SEO guy. They don't have, you know, there's not somebody specific who's working on their SEO, but there are certain tactics that you can do. They're going to make your website pop up a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about that too, is that if there isn't a lot of competition, it's not going to take a lot for you to start moving up in rankings. Uh, so we want to talk, uh, talk about a couple of those things. Number Maybe number one, Google likes this a lot if your website's fast. So if you're just, um, if your website is loading really slow, and the way that you can tell that is just, you know, go Google a speed test for your website. Yeah, and or, uh, page insights, I think is what it's called, or just website page speed test. Okay. So um, just search for something it. like yeah. that and you'll find something. Mm-hmm. And a, a good rule of thumb is, I think that what, what their standards are is you want to be like five seconds or below or something like that, really, like even lower than that, well, three yeah, seconds. Three, yeah. Yeah, so if you're lo- loading slower than three seconds, you could be getting, like, you know, not dinged, but it's it's definitely not helping you. But that, 
that site speed is so crucial. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the most important things when it comes to to site speed or something that we see a lot are images and, and things like that yeah. on the site. So content that just takes a lot of space. Um, and there, there are a lot of free tools out there to optimize images, you know, JPEGs or PNGs. Um, again, you can do a simple Google search of, you know, JPEG optimizer, um, and you'll find a lot of free tools where you can just put your images in there and then download it as a, a smaller file size. Uh, so you can use that on your website. So just a little tip that will help tremendously when it comes to, to speed and, and loading. Um, beyond that, I mean, there's just maybe a few things that you can do for free. Um, but really you will have to reach out to, to some experts to really help you shrink down, um, your website. Cause then you start getting into coding and, and just mm-hmm. different things and different components that, um, are a little bit more, um, uh, advanced. Yeah. And the, to clarify on that, if, if at all possible, if you're uploading, if you know the difference between a JPEG or a PNG, don't upload a PNG. We actually, <clears throat> we had a website earlier that we were auditing earlier this week, rather, mm-hmm. and everything was like a PNG, like it was a very large image. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, JPEGs and PNGs are pretty similar, but it's, I guess, the rule of thumb or the recommended, you know, thing to do would be to do a JPEG anytime mm-hmm. you can. And, the only reason why you should use a PNG would be if you needed a transparent background for your image. Mm, um, like a logo or something. Yeah. Um, or anything that has text. So maybe if you have an image or maybe some kind of flyer or something, maybe a PNG would be a little bit sharper mm-hmm. um, when it comes to text. But JPEGs are definitely recommended for just any type of photo. All right. And the last thing for the SEO is um, nap. And we're not talking about going to the nap room, <laughs> which would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. It's called nap because it's just an acronym for name, address, phone number. <clears throat> Very simply said, you just need to make sure that the name of your business, the address of your business and the phone number of your business are consistent across all platforms. So kind of use Google as your your anchor there and just say, okay, what it looks like on Google, that's what it should look on our website. That's what it should look like on uh, Facebook anywhere else and just make sure that it's very consistent some mm-hmm. people are like oh i got a different address oh i got a different phone number oh it's bit branding llc oh it's bit branding like you need to make sure that everything is consistent throughout and just doing that one change um, over time will definitely help you start ranking yeah and we're talking about even um sometimes <clears throat> even doing like abbreviating drive for like dr mm-hmm. uh, just smaller things like that also matter uh, so just make sure that, you know, all the way throughout the web, your your name, uh, address, and phone number are accurate. Absolutely. That was a weak horn. It was. My volume wasn't <laughs> up all the way. All right. So this is the part in the episode where we tell you guys a little bit about us, uh, talk a little bit about some things that we have going on, and... Today, I want to tell you guys about video production. We have not ever talked about that, or we haven't talked about that for a while, because we last week we had a guest, and this last few weeks we've been just talking about websites, which this is crucial. The reason when I'm talking about video production is that on your website, the best way to tell your story is not text. Um, it is it is good to have text. You should have both, but have text. But to have a video that tells people who you are, what you do, why you do it, and how you're the best at it. Um, sometimes it makes sense for you to do these nice interviews and these nice behind the scenes shots. But really, what we want to do is to showcase who you are and make and make people make decisions on like, 
oh, wow, these guys are awesome. Or, oh, this insurance company is amazing. Oh, this roofing company seems trusted. They can't get that necessarily from just text, but they can see that. And if you had some good video testimonials, that could also help you tell that story. So if you are in need of a video, you go to your about page on your website right now, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I have one. If you go there and you don't have a video, then you need to reach out to us. A couple of ways you can do that. Go to our website, bitbranding.co. That's co, bitbranding.co. Or go over to Instagram or Facebook, and everything on social media is at bitbranding.co. B-I-T-B-R-A-N dot, wow, I was going to say dot co, B-I-T-B-R-A-N-D-I-N-G, and find us there, just shoot us a DM, and then we can at least steer you in the right direction so that you can get high quality video to tell people your story. Boom. That was a great ad, Aaron. Gracias. <laughs> All right. So our third thing that we have here for you is to leverage new techs, apps, or and, and or software. Um, a lot of businesses are, you know, especially us, you know, we're a marketing agency. So we're always on top of, you know, new things that are coming out. Um, and a lot of businesses are too. So, I mean, churches are in some sense, uh, businesses as well. So, um, you should just be looking out for what other people are doing, um, online with their websites, their social media, um, things like that. So for example, some examples of, of these apps and softwares, uh, many chat, um, many chat would allow you to, to create, um, messenger bots on your Facebook, Facebook page, for example. So, they have obviously a lot of these have paid accounts, but you can do you know the free one to get started, or even just use the free one indefinitely. Um, another thing would be something like One Signal, um, which will allow you on your website to do push notifications. So maybe people want to sign up for um, new content or new blog posts that get published on your website. So they just click accept on the one signal notification that shows up when they go to your website and those people will get notified whenever a new blog post is published. I think the next thing is when, so once you have the technology side, I think this next one's not necessarily a technology. It's just like the better version or an easier version for you to make designs on your site like Photoshop, which sometimes can be, and not sometimes it is more advanced. Um, absolutely. But you can get mm, 90% of it for free or night. You can get 90% of the way rather by just using, using something like Canva. And I feel like a lot of people or a lot of businesses now that we've talked about it a little bit more, not just us, but just that it's been around Canva has been doing a good job. So you may already know about Canva, but maybe haven't used it. It is, not intimidating it's super easy to use you can do a lot of things with it and it will help you with <clears throat> scheduling things or not scheduling but it will help you with um g- creating good graphics and stuff for your social media for your website i mean really anything flyers anything that you can think of it can all be done inside of canva and for the most part we'll do almost everything that photoshop does and it's absolutely free mm-hmm. exactly. and they have a cool homepage too yeah yeah i mean they do offer like paid like graphics and images but you really don't need any of that stuff they they even offer templates for you uh to create flyers publications and things like that um so it's very easy to to create things um, another good creator tool is imovie um that comes with with all apple uh, computers um which essentially will allow you to put videos together um for for social media um 
and another thing would be like something like Buffer or Hootsuite to to help with that number one thing that we mentioned, which is the the content strategy, social media content strategy. Um, so those two tools will allow you to post uh, effortlessly to all your social platforms. Um, and what we're saying here with with this new tech and uh, apps and software is that we think that a lot of churches don't necessarily use these uh, or they're late to the game when it comes to, mm-hmm. to using a lot of these. Um, so always either have someone on staff that's um, technologically savvy and it's always looking for those new things that you can implement and test. Um, Cause that's the, the biggest thing here is that a lot of these uh, tools um, are great and they're awesome, but they might not necessarily work for you and your marketing strategy. So always just be testing new things that are, that are coming out. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely key. And we hope you got a lot out of this episode. I know we went took a deeper dive into the strategy, um, and then we talked about tools and then optimizing your website. Really, do think this is a complete package to really help your church or boost your uh, your business, your business, boost your church, um, and to reach more people. So, uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. If this is your first time and you're a churchgoer, don't worry. We talk about other social media stuff um, on our other episodes, and we also have special guests who come on. So it's all about marketing and it really is, um, well, we try to make most of the episodes pretty short so you guys can get to work and get there on time and, or finish your treadmill run, whatever you're doing. So make sure that you hit that subscribe button and that what that means or whenever you get subscribed rather is means that you're going to get a notification when the episodes come out. A lot of our stuff is about new tips or tactics of what's going on. So it is very timely. So the if you subscribe, you get to be ahead of the competition on when you see something. Um, and if you've been listening for a while, please leave us a honest rating and review over on iTunes and we will be checking that weekly. And if you do leave us a review, we will give you a shout out. You can plug your business. You can say what's up. It doesn't matter. We'll just give you a shout out on the podcast. Super simple. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 